Why are you marrying Johnny? He's a fool. Because I have no luck. He, he made me look the wrong way, and I cut off my hand. He could make you look the wrong way. You could lose your whole head. I'm looking where I have to to become a bride. A bride without a head. A wolf without a foot. program to bring you Nick Fucking All right everybody my name is Kevin and I'm John I'm Adam and I'm Julie. And we are The Real Movie Guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Real Review, the series where we review and discuss all your favorite movies. Referee, ring the bell, lock the door. It's time for The Real Cage Match. <laughs> the Real Cage Match is a special review series where you, your Real Movie Guys, review 12 films from the legendary actor Nicolas Cage and have them go one-on-one -on -one in a tournament-style battle to determine which one truly is the cagiest of them all. On today's episode, we're taking a look at Moonstruck. Loretta Castrioni, a bookkeeper from Brooklyn, New York, finds herself in a difficult situation when she falls for the brother of the man she has agreed to marry. Okay, guys, uh, we're kind of changing it up here significantly. If you were here for our last video, we were talking about Vampire's Kiss, uh, which ironically came out after this movie. So moonstruck to vampire's kiss uh oof, that, that's that, that's something to do there with your career uh moonstruck is definitely the more uh i guess cliche of the the rom-com kind of movies it came out in 1987 uh starring big celebrity at the time share uh with nicholas cage and you know what moonstruck i've heard a lot of things julie i know you're you're someone who's actually closer to this movie than even i am so why don't you just speak a little bit about it and your experience with it well, this is actually my first time watching it, but my grandmother, uh, this was her favorite movie of all time. Um, she would listen to the music from it. Um, she would watch it anytime it was on um, her celebration of life. We actually had clips from the movie playing throughout the whole thing. So I knew of it, but I never sat down to watch it. And I was really pleasantly surprised once, you know, I really got into it. Um, I'm a sucker for rom-coms. So this was right up my alley. Right. And so after actually watching it for the first time, what did you think? I loved it. I thought it was a really fun movie. Um, it definitely escalated a lot quicker than I originally anticipated, but um, I thought Nick Cage was great in the movie. Um, him and Cher had a nice kind of back and forth with each other. Um, I liked all the supporting cast members as well. I know Kevin and I, when we were watching, we said, nobody in here is really like a good person except for, I guess, the mother character, you know, um, all of the characters are very conflicted, a lot of adultery happening. Um, but at the end of the day, it has your happy ending. So it was a really, it was a fun ride. Yeah, again, I, I think it follows a lot of the cliches that we find in rom-coms nowadays, but at least at then, I think you had a lot of really good performances that kind of helped balance out maybe the unlikability, because by the end of the movie, even though I know I probably shouldn't have liked half of these people, I was like, hmm, okay, I kind of respect what they're doing there. So I, again, I, I had actually a pretty decent time with it. Uh, Adam, how about you? What did you think of this one? I liked it. I thought it was entertaining, uh, you know, especially compared to Vampire's Kiss. Uh, <laughs> it was It was very entertaining. I, I did like it a lot. 
Yeah, I think so. I think there's something there. Uh, what about Nick Cage, you know, specifically? I mean, this is a different character for him, right? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I, I think that this, you know, once again, shows how his, like, scope of what kind of characters that he can play. Because I thought this was, you know, I thought it was a decent role that he was in. Right, and it's interesting. He couldn't just play a normal guy. You ever realize that, like, he just couldn't yes. be, like, a ba- he had to have a guy that lost his hand to, like, a, a meat slicer or whatever it was. Like, yep. he, he just had to have that weird change in there. Yes, absolutely. What was it? Bread slicer. Oh, bread slicer. He's, he's yeah. a bakery. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. He was missing his hand, so, you know. And I, I do have to say I neglected this in my first little blurb is, I've said in the past that he is not a conventionally attractive man. This is the only time so far where I'm like, all right, Nick Cage, I see you. You know, cleaned up pretty nice for the opera. Important. It's important. It is important. important. Especially when he's got Cher, you know, I mean, he had Cher who was the number one pop star of the time, you know, I mean, bigger with her, you know, after Sunny and everything like that. So she believe in life after love. I mean, seriously, I mean, you, to get Cher and she actually vehemently fought for him to be in this movie. They actually, the director didn't want Nicolas Cage at all. They, they didn't want him, but she said she'd quit the movie if they couldn't get him. And eventually they caved in and I guess it was good for him. It was good for his career for sure. I mean, Cher, I know was nominated for best actress and won actually for this movie, which I don't know. I don't know if it's best picture material, but uh, maybe that's another conversation for another time. But how about you, John? We didn't get to you. What do you think? I know you love the rom-coms over there. I hate rom-coms. <laughs> I this movie was all right. I, I didn't hate it as much as Vampire's Kiss. Well, I hope not. But the acting and I feel it. Like- was a little bit better but the whole there's too many fake new york accents in this movie oh the and accents the, and the mention of the moon too many times i was kind of over it's it called moonstruck it's called moonstruck i don't i don't need to hear about the moon 45 times it inspires the love they're all in vampire kiss they didn't mention vampires because he's the wolf he's the wolf he's the wolf chasing after the fine girl there you know yeah, he does say that. I'm the wolf. Yeah. So what? Do, so the big elephant in the room right here is the accent, which I think is the only thing we can kind of give Nicolas Cage some crap for in this movie. It's terrible. And I don't know what it is, but I don't think Nicolas Cage can do accents. You know, the more I've watched his movies, there's not one accent I don't think he's ever convinced me that he can pull off. And uh, Adam, I know you really like this one specifically. Yeah, this one was fun. I like this one, but <laughs> I, I kind of... I like to imagine just him talking normally, and I'm like, it probably would have been perfectly fine. I think it would have been a better performance, right? I think so. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. And I wouldn't have said anything. I don't think anybody really would have said anything because he could pass as like a New York kind of guy. It's not like it's that off or anything like that. But he decided he had to add like a little funky. Like I don't even know what it was. I I can't do the way he was talking in that. It was like New York, but like Italian New York, but also with that splash of Nick Cage. Like it was all over the map. Right. And it's just, it, it's, it's crazy to me that they let him get away with that. And again, you know, it's who you're related to sometimes that you can do these kind of things, but you know, overall, I think this is a really good movie. I, I, I but what, it, what the issues that come to me with this movie and it's, it might be just like a generational kind of thing. It does suffer from like the first 15 to 20 minutes are really slow in this movie for me. And there are a lot of like long winded, like, Situ- like talking situations uh adam i know you remember when we reviewed midnight mass uh you know everyone just kind of reciting their little speech to each other you know that was our big argument with it yes yeah, so it was uh some very breathy dialogue bits there. right and that's what, all right come on 
Yeah, and that's what Moonstruck yeah. reminded me of. It was yeah. very similar to that kind of that. situation where it's just like, all right, we're sitting down for a scene. And I wonder if that is by design, too, because this movie was very reminiscent of like a stage play. I kind of felt like like I could see this all happening on a stage, like them just setting up, having that situation. And then, you know, they're in a small room just talking like the mother and Cher or just her and Nick Cage. A lot of it's like one room scenes with only a few characters involved. And not till the very end of the movie do we kind of get all the characters come together for like a big conversation. But even then, it feels very like, just very cozy, I guess, with its dialogue. But again, it just feels like, all right, we're going on to the next set piece. I'm going to talk talk this specific way that people don't normally talk. And it's very elegant, very like, very wordy and just... I don't know. Some, sometimes it kind of lost me throughout the movie. I don't know if anybody else was feeling that way. Uh, for me, I just kind of like got a little bit lost with the dialogue there. How about you, John? Did you did you like the kind of dialogue, the way they were speaking, or not a fan of it? I wasn't really a fan. I felt like it made it more of a slower movie for me. It wasn't more of an, like an upbeat kind of movie. It was more like... and But like I could see what you're saying, too. Like how it could have been on a stage, definitely. Yeah, and I, think I agree that, with that. Yeah, that adds a little bit of charm to it, I think. So that, that has it working for it as well. Uh, but again, I think maybe even bigger than that, like I said, that first 20 minutes just kind of feels like a slog for me. Uh, I just had like a kind of a hard time getting into it a little bit. But again, once the, the pace picked up and I started to see where they were going with the story, I actually did have a really good time. Uh, how about you, Julie? What else did you think of this movie? Um, I loved the family dynamic um, between you know Cher and her parents. And then I guess it's the aunt and uncle. Um, even, you know, the two brothers, we don't see them together until the very end of the movie. Um, but I just like the different relationships people had and how they kind of reflected or mirrored each other. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, too, the way they, they kind of focused on. Uh, the only character I would have cut out was, I think it was the the sister's brother and his wife were kind of in this movie. Uh, I don't know really what they contributed to the plot other than, like, I guess they were having some issues with their marriage and they kind of sparked it when the moon came up and like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to sleep together for the first time in years all right, like that's fine. That really didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, but the main core family of Cher, her mother and her father, and then, you know, her betrothed oh, fiance and, you know, Nicolas Cage, those are by far the most interesting characters where I think the story could have stayed. So you could have shaved off probably a good 30 minutes out of this movie at times. But uh, more so than that, I think this movie's most famous for, and Julie, you kind of said that earlier, was its soundtrack. This movie has a beautiful score and soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, it's it just... And it's funny because you would think maybe Cher would have had like a, some kind of performance in this movie. They didn't. They didn't even use like one of the most famous like pop stars of the time, you know, to add anything to it. It just had a very like beautiful like classical score. And then of course the most famous song "That's Amore" by Dean Dean Martin. Uh, every Italian under the sun probably knows that song and uh, probably plays it at some point in their life. So it's beautiful. <laughs> Julie's like, what the hell are you talking about? It's true though. <laughs> I, I, again, this movie, you know, is it best picture material? Uh, what do you guys think? Do you think this movie deserves to be like considered like one? Cause it is, it's pretty up there when you talk to people as far as like Academy award nominated movies and whatnot. Do you guys think that's justified for this movie? You think it, the movie Moonstruck's a little bit overrated to an extent. I think we have to factor in like when it came out too. Yeah, I guess giving everything that was coming out at that time, maybe uh, you know, given I guess uh, the other choices, I would say yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously nowadays, probably not, because it it just kind of falls into the same you know the tropes that all, all the other rom coms kind of do at this point. Yeah, right. It just it, I guess comparatively to things we've seen now, it doesn't seem as special. 
I guess. Right. Maybe it doesn't have right. that it factor. Maybe this was the pro the, you know, set the set the bar, yeah. set the precedent at that point. So maybe in that case, yeah, it was because it was it did definitely do things that I guess for that time weren't really done before. Right. And I, th- I guess there is something special to that. You know, it's again, yeah. something we have to remember, too, for the time period, because again, right. it's not a bad movie by any means. I, I did have right. a good time with it. So mm-hmm. especially having flawed main characters the way they did. You know, what I mean, most of the time you're rooting for them to get together and you're watching this. You're like, really shouldn't be together. But I am happy that you're together. But like, you know, there, there's a lot of problems and, you know, watching them kind of work through it. Yeah, I guess that's the beauty of it. You know, they they always say, like, uh, I think one of my favorite lines in the movie is when the mother's, like, talking to Cher about love, and she's like, do you love this man? And she goes, no. And she's like, oh, good, thank God. You know, you don't have to worry about anything. But then when she, you know, gets with Nick Cage by the end of the movie, she says, do you love him? And she goes, yeah. She's like, oh, great. That's just great. Oh, terrible. Meaning, like, it's going to be so much, when you love someone, it's going to be so much harder when the problems come up and you have to deal with them together. And I think that's kind of interesting. That's an interesting perspective. Even now, I don't really think we get that with a lot of the rom-coms. Usually it's just the, you know, the two people get together at the end and there's no problems. Everything's kind of thrown away. But this movie's, it's not really like that. It's going to tell you, like, throughout your whole entire love together, there's going to be issues that arise. But before we wrap up with our final scores, I think we do have to mention... The Real Cagiest Moment Award. Real Cagiest Moment Award goes to the scene where we think Nicolas Cage gave the cagiest performance. And I don't know about you guys, but I think, Julie, I think you're going to give this one. What was the Real Cagiest Moment here? It's um when the two of them are first meeting some uh, Loretta and Ronnie. Um, she you know confronts him in the bakery. You know I'm getting married to your brother. Please come to the wedding. And he's like I hate my brother. I cut my fingers off because of him. He drove my wife, my fiance away. He goes off and off. He goes Chrissy, over by the wall. Bring me the big knife. No, Ronnie. Bring me the big knife. I'm gonna cut my throat. Maybe I should come back another time. No, I want you to see this. I want you to watch me kill myself so you can tell my brother Johnny on his wedding day, okay? Chrissy, bring me the big knife! I tell you, I won't do it! She won't do it. Like, it's just so over the top, so... I thought it was hysterical. I think just watch, And even, like, the other workers are looking at it, I'm like, oh, it's just another Tuesday with him. It's just so... It's such a memorable introduction to a character. And then yeah. kind of the rest of the movie, he's pretty much more more so tame Nicolas Cage, even towards yes. the end of the movie. I mean, he has a couple of scenes here and there. Well, he's a, he's a little over the top here and there with some of his, like, trying to be yeah. suave, but it's really just, like, super hyper-aggressive. But, hey, good for him. Uh, you know, but like I said, I think that really is a great introduction to a character. And it made it memorable for me. Even if I didn't remember anything else about this movie, that, that scene, like you said, is just kind of kind of stick with me. Uh, I think it was really good, but... I think it's about that time where we give our final scores. I'm going to give Moonstruck a 9 out of 10. I don't care. I ain't no freaking monument to justice. I lost my hand. I lost my bride. Johnny has his hand. Johnny has his bride. You want me to take my heartbreak, put it away, and forget? Moonstruck is a really good movie. While it maybe it isn't so original to how we see movies nowadays as far as the rom-coms, I think the performances really are that unique. I, I think it is. I think it is a movie I'll go back and I would watch again if I were to have like a, like a rom-com like marathon. This is something I could see myself pulling up. Uh, Nicolas Cage gives 
a cagey performance, maybe not the cagiest performance, but he definitely gives one that I'll remember. Uh, Cher was fantastic along with the rest of the cast. Uh, the family dynamic is very interesting. Um, it's definitely more nuanced, and I think I could see myself going back and maybe picking on, on up some of the other themes and some of the other parallels and storylines that they were trying to draw here, because I think there's a lot more than meets the eye. Uh, this movie could use a couple of viewings to really gather everything they were trying to do here, especially as far as like generational love and things of that nature, but Moonstruck fantastic movie uh, again i think you'll have a good time you should guys should check it out adam where do you stand with this one all right i'm gonna give moonstruck an eight out of ten okay what good is this stupid life that god gave us i mean for what are you listening to me yeah everything seems like nothing to me now i guess i want you in my bed i don't care if i burn in hell i don't care if you burn in hell the past and the future is a, a joke to me now. I see that they're nothing. I see they ain't here. The only thing that's here is you and me. I think that, uh, you know, even though it is a rom-com, it has its, uh, it has unique, uh, you know, a very unique atmosphere, unique dialogue to it. It's absolutely worth a, uh, worth a watch for, and I probably would see this again. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with you. I, I could see where you're coming at with that score. Uh, John, how about you? Where do you stand with this one? Uh, I give this a six. I don't care about luck. You understand me? It ain't that. What's the matter with you? I mean, you think you're the only one who ever shed a tear? Why are you talking to me? You got any whiskey? How about you give me a glass of whiskey? Rom-coms aren't my thing. This movie wasn't my thing. Ever the romantic, my friend. Ever the romantic. I really appreciate that. <laughs> right? I don't want to lie to the people. Give them the honest truth. Hey, that's don't what you gotta do. You speak your truth, I, man. <laughs> I don't think I'd watch this movie again. No. But you never know. Hey, you never know. You never know. It might just, you know, hit him right on the night. He's like, I gotta watch Moonstruck. You know, he's feeling like a hopeless when he romantic. When up at the moon. Yeah, that full moon, man. <laughs> Never know. Maybe. Never not maybe. All right. Fair enough. Julie, how about you? Where do you stand with this one? I am going to give Moonstruck a 9.5 out of 10. Love don't make things nice. It ruins everything. It breaks your heart. It makes things a mess. We, we aren't here to make things perfect. The, the snowflakes are perfect. The stars are perfect. Not us. Not us. We are here to ruin ourselves and, and to break our hearts and love the wrong people and, and die. I mean that the storybooks are bullshit. This has been my favorite Nick Cage movie so far, even though he wasn't necessarily the lead. Um, definitely a rom-com I'm going to add to my cycle of movies that I watched, um, you know, throughout the year. I really enjoyed all the performances. I enjoyed the love story, you know, in its unconventional way. It was a really fun time. Yeah, and it's interesting that we get to see Nicolas Cage in a more normalized performance, even if he is a little bit of a kooky character. Because uh, going on from here, uh, we have a lot coming, and uh, they're, they're not they're not so good. Uh, and, you know, Vampire's Kiss, again, was an interesting choice after this movie. And it just got more interesting from there. So I'm, I'm interested to see the development of his career. But again, if you want to see a good rom-com, Moonstrucks comes highly recommended from us. But until then, guys, thank you for joining us for this episode of The Real Review. My name's Kevin. These are The Real Movie Guys, Adam, John, and Julie. We'll catch you next time.
If you guys like what you've seen here today, consider giving this video a like and leaving your thoughts in the comments below. If you want to stay up to date with everything Real Movie Guys related, make sure to hit that subscribe button and check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And don't forget all you audio listeners at home, we are available on many podcasting platforms. Just search The Real Movie Guys, you should pop right up. Thank you again all so much for joining us on this episode of The Real Review. We are The Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. Catch you next time.